Welcome to Muller Time, episode 10. Good evening. What's happening, y'all? We did 10 episodes. Y'all. All right. What's wrong with me? I'm not from the South. Yeah, that's pretty cool, though, huh? How you doing, Eric? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about those 10 episodes. Yeah, well, this is number 10. That's... It's like an, a, there's something nice about that number. Yeah, that means we've got to do 10 more. When, we, when, when I realized this was 10, the first thing I thought of, wow, we could do 100. Because <laughs> that's how I think, you know, think big. Well, maybe one day we'll have 10 listeners. We have, I, <laughs> we checked those stats. We have a lot of listeners. This is very cool. Yeah. Th- thank you everybody that does take the time to listen to the Muller Time podcast with uh, myself and with Eric LeVay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our biggest listeners are the five eyes, you know, the, the, the five the, eyes, the, the, it's funny. I was looking at it. Five eyes is the, you know, the intelligence. Um, it's an informal, sort of group of of five countries that share intelligence. I, I don't oh, know if you've okay. read about that that term or whatever, but so it just so happens that those same five countries are the biggest listeners to this show. The United States, uh, uh, Great Britain, uh, you know, England, New Zealand, Australia, and of course I'm blanking on the All fifth All of one. our former close allies. And the, hey, there's a ton of, I don't know who's listening in New Zealand, but first of all, thank you. That's one of the biggest, uh, you know, uh, li- well, that's as far listen. as way as far away as you can get, basically. That's so wild to me. Yeah. And uh, since we're, since we're talking about that, we just like to apologize for uh, this president. I have a, a Facebook friend in New Zealand. Oh, is that right? Yeah, musician, incredible drummer. I wonder if. I mean, I always wonder if there are people I know. You think he could be one of the listeners? Uh, maybe. I don't know. So um, the the, uh, the drummer from El Grupo Sexo, if you're out there, hey, America misses you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although we really can't. New Zealand actually seems like a pretty good place to be right now. Right. But yeah. <laughs> like how, how far, what's the farthest country from this country? Is it? I, well, we don't have a globe here, but yeah. um, you really you know, like that's, it's absolutely on the other side of the planet and on the uh, right. opposite hemisphere. Like I almost like want to, we should pull our money and just hire Elon Musk to just create some some ship to get us the fuck out of here. Oh, wait, isn't his uh, LA Hyperloop going to be giving test rides? Didn't I, I see that in the news somewhere this week? Last week? Let's just see if we can get him to extend that to like Mars. <laughs> like the, 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 the President Trump one-way express away yeah. from this planet. Um, so today, uh, as I'm sure you, you saw things, uh, things blew up with the the oh. embassy in Israel. Yeah, as promised, that did not go well. Yeah, what a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Okay, how many um, protesters were killed? I heard 50 people were killed. It was 50. I just looked now, and now they're saying 60. So it's probably like 100 mm-hmm. or more. Yeah, my favorite right-wing nutjobs are refusing to, to refer to the protesters that were killed as protesters. They are just basically referring to them as terrorists that deserve to be killed. Well, you know, did you see who else did that? The Raj Shah, the White House. Oh, yeah. The, um, he was filling in for uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders today. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I guess she uh, took the day off to go cry in a bathroom somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. It, it's like, it's amazing. They're using the same playbook that Putin uses. Mm-hmm. Ra- Raj Shah, I mean, I know you already know this. Raj Shah called them the people who got killed. He said if they were even, he, he almost said for a second that they weren't killed. Like he went, he almost went there. <laughs> like full on Alex Jones. And then, then he was like, well, you know, this was Hamas's fault. Sure. Okay. Yeah. It takes, it takes two to tango, as they say. So I'm sure everyone already knows this, but President quotation mark Trump chose to, yeah, literally, chose to recognize Jerusalem as the capital of uh, Israel, which has been a 
Uh, no, they not. I thought it was they moved the embassy there. It's not that they're recognizing it as the capital. Or it, no, I might it's, be mistaken. No, no, it's, you're right. It's both. Okay. It's it's by it was kind of like by de facto by moving it there. He sort of did that. Okay. But you're you're correct. Okay. Yeah, and that was obviously that's been what some people call the the crown jewel of of bargaining chips, which he just gave away for nothing. Um, well, that that's kind of his style when it comes to negotiating yeah. and. And yeah, the art of the deal. Hard, yeah, hard to believe he went bankrupt twenty five times. Uh, Jerusalem is a, a contested area by you know three different the world's probably three biggest religions. So of course it was a great idea to just say it belongs to one. And I'm speaking like as a Jewish person, like which is a, a whole other story, mm-hmm. but it's pretty wild. Yeah, well, that's only going to get uglier. Okay, so t- t- I've been saying the past few weeks, oh my God, it's only Monday. Well, today wasn't the, the hairiest Monday we've had in a while, but that frightens me more. What's coming? Right, right. And and unless... Something's blowing up this week. Not necessarily, literally, but, you know. Yeah, I guess it depends on where you are. Like if you were anywhere near Israel today, it was, but like you're right, right here where we are, it was, it was quiet. Okay. So am I mistaken? Did Michael Avenatti connect Michael Cohen with the Qataris uh, and the Rofsnet oil deal with the Russians? That's what I read. He, uh, he seems to have locked down some people at Trump Tower. I, I know he has photos, uh, timestamped photos of Michael Cohen and these Qataris going in and out of the, the Trump Tower elevator together. By the way, I just got to say real quick, did you see the, the, the pre, the preacher, the, whatever the hell he is, the, the grifter, uh, the, was, the Jews are going to hell preacher yeah. in Jerusalem I might, or in Israel, excuse me. It, it never ends with these people. I mean, really? Robert Jeffress, is that his name? That's kind of the same. Um, okay. What, what was it? The Holocaust Remembrance Day when they refused to remember the Holocaust? Right. That was the beginning. That's that's when I knew how bad things were going to be. Okay, that's kind of the same thing that right. they did today. Why would you bring that person, that preacher? And that's like the when, like when you are Jewish. That's like the number one. I'm not saying like I ever heard that growing up, but the standard first insult that any like prejudiced person gives to a Jewish person is you're going to hell. That's like rule one, mm-hmm. number one playbook, and yeah. that's who this guy is. Yeah, I went to a Catholic high school. I I know people that did that. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who, who did they say it to, though? Because there were no Jewish people. Oh, there. no, they would say it about Jewish people that oh. weren't there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I went to public school all um, up until high school. And then when I, there was plenty of Jewish kids at the public schools I went to. Then there's none at this Catholic high school. The casual anti-Semitism I heard as a 14-year-old was shocking. Yeah, that, that, that is shocking. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff I is- hadn't heard that before. And all of a sudden, I'm hearing it now because there are no Jewish people around. That's why I like when people like I have people, maybe they didn't vote for Trump. Maybe they don't even like Trump, but they, some of them get on my back. They're like, Hey, what, why are you so, uh, you know, on social media, you, you know, why are you so angry and stuff? Well, I don't know. Maybe because Nazis marched through the streets and he said they were good people. Yeah. Like we got to watch our backs. Okay. Yeah. But that same person is also going to, um, his cousin's best friend saying, why are you always posting pictures of your babies and food? Why are you so happy online? What's the difference? That's true. Yeah. I know you well enough. You're not the kind of guy that's going to go post cute pictures of animals. I mean, of course you're going to post stuff that you're angry about. That's what Facebook is for. And anyone that complains to someone about it, come on. I mean, I love dogs. I just, I never, I just don't usually post stuff like that. I'll post occasionally like a family or friend photo. Yeah, I do love dogs. I just never think to, maybe if I had a dog, I would 
post more dog photos. Well, yeah, I don't know anyone with an animal that doesn't. Oh, check this out, man. So today I went, I went down kind of one of those internet rabbit holes. Oh no! And we, I thought of something. If we have, if we can expand our uh, staff here or whatever, or just our little operation here, and we can make use of a computer and someone on it, man. So. You know, like we goof on, or you mostly goof on Ben Shapiro. Oh, yeah. Like I found some guys like who, okay, the, the best thing to describe it, the guys who want to be Ben Shapiro. Oh, there's so many. That Ben Shapiro man. has just, he has that personality that he will right. have followers forever. He, it's frightening. But what did you find? Tell no, me. I don't even, I don't even think I want to give him a plug, but some guys <laughs> with a fairly big following, like they, they, at first it honestly looked like a Russian troll account, but then I went to their YouTube and, you know, they were real people. They have a podcast, yeah. but I mean, it was hilarious. Yeah. There are people that make Ben Shapiro animations and post them all day long. And then Ben Shapiro retweets all of them. Right. Yeah. I got blocked by an account that is called Ben Shapiro 2024. I'm not sure exactly why they blocked me. I'm sure I made fun of them in a slightly funny, mean way. Yeah. But yeah, they blocked. But yeah, that's there are people that worship Ben Shapiro. It's frightening. And yeah, he, he's got a huge political career ahead of him. I don't know if he's ever going to run for office, but, you know, we maybe we should get a Ben Shapiro supporter to come talk to us sometime on this podcast. Yeah, no, I'd love to That'd be fun. I got to pick up a third mic and we can definitely have some guests and maybe go into a studio for that one. No. So yeah, we might, we might have to go to neutral ground for that one. Yeah. Not All right. Oh, we might, we can make it happen at uh Politicon. Hey, okay. Uh, but it, it's getting to be that time of year when I went to the Politicon website and they're still saying 2018 details it, coming. It, it's coming. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, like, like they say, uh, what do they say? Winter is coming on uh, game of Thrones. Is coming. <laughs> Summer's coming. Well, no, I never. I haven't done Game of Thrones. But I, I, don't, I just. I don't. I just saw it on some memes somewhere. Yeah. But no. So these uh, these like internet trolls who want to be Shapiro, their whole thing, all all Republicans in this, especially the younger ones in this today's modern America, their whole thing is owning liberals. No, they want to that's, own the libs. That's the. <laughs> that's all they. That's it, not. A, it's no, not actually about Chris, politics. Again, I don't want to give these people a plug, but that is literally almost the name of their show. Oh come on! Let's plug them anyway. That, oh, the that. own the libs po- it, podcast, <laughs> more or less. And I'm looking. I'm like, I'm. It's it's amazing. It's like that's their. I mean, you already know this. That's literally the whole thing. Owning liberals. Yeah. I have to own you. <laughs> I'm gonna own you. Yeah. It's a I'm gonna own you right now. With the with the why breaking your head on the wheel of truth or whatever they said that time on Ben Shapiro's side. That's so like. No, I want to know the psychology behind these these whack jobs. Like, why do you have to own someone? Yeah, that's like really like what, that's a little frightening. Like, it, well, look, like, it's ego. It's all it's it's I, about ego. It's about getting I, their way. It's about being supreme. It's a that even it's so fascinating that they chose. Like, I don't want to own Ben Shapiro. Like, <laughs> if I get it, if I get in a, <laughs> I didn't even think that was that funny. It is. <laughs> like, if I get in, let's say I get into an argument with Ben Shapiro, or like let's say like I debate him one day, okay. or we debate him, whatever. I don't want to own him. No, he's going to totally own us if we debate him because he talks so no, fast no, he, and he only he, will do the debate in front of his hometown crowd. He, we would he be would ne- destroyed. He would, would never he awesome. would never own us. But I'm saying like, I don't want to own him. I would just like to win, but I don't want to own him. Well, I don't think it's possible just because of the way that he, the way that he argues with people. You've seen him do it. It's just, there's no winning but, with him. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm he'll obsessed. Never con- he'll never concede a point and he'll just talk over you because he can talk faster than any other right wing nut job. But I'm obsessed with this concept of owning someone. 
Like it seems like the, the the physical manifestation of that is where you drop your mic and just walk away. Like what up? <laughs> like when we saw when we saw that kid trying to ambush Malcolm Nance at Politicon. Oh, that was great. And Malcolm Nance, actually, to be fair, he did own that kid. He did. They tried to do this whole YouTube thing on like a guy who was like a. First of all, the guy's like a fucking like counterterrorism. Mm-hmm. Right away, that's a guy who doesn't fold under pressure. No. And on top of that, he's an experienced guy on camera. It's like, that's the worst person you could try to own. Did you see Malcolm Nance? Um, he had a couple different appearances this weekend on MSNBC <laughs> when he, where he was going after the, um, the, the Trump mm-hmm. aide. I don't, I can't even yep. know the name Ke- of the person. Kelly Sadler. Yeah. Who now that name we will say. Kelly Sadler. Let her right. name live in infamy. Yeah. He, he gave her a good dressing down on a couple different spots on MSNBC this weekend. So Ben Shapiro's Daily Wire then right. has a story saying how, uh, Malcolm Nance attacks veterans. Right. But, but did Ben. <laughs> And break him on the wheel of truth. Oh, that was the uh, with the. That was the one his father wrote. Oh, okay, yeah. That was that was that was the one. His father, Hank Barian. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, did you see that? Um, speaking of that, Kelly Sadler. You see that Steve Schmidt uh, wrote, wrote to me on Twitter. No, I did. I did not read. That. Explain the scenario for all of our the, podcast listeners. The guy Kumal, the guy who stars in that movie, The Big Sick. Um, yeah. Kamali Nunan. I'm not going to. I don't want to mangle. He's on. He's on Silicon Valley. Correct. Had their season finale last night. I don't know his work too well, like like I said, but I, I don't want to mangle the guy's name, but obviously he's very, very successful. He he responded to a tweet by Steve Schmidt. Basically, he was like, I admire John McCain a lot. I just wished he had spoken out more with these lunatics. Mm-hmm. Steve Schmidt said something, and then I, I, I just saw it. I wrote back. I said, I admire John McCain. There's no question he's an American hero for what he, what he went through. Not just that, but how he was a leader in that camp. Mm-hmm. And then, but respectfully, I feel the same way. And then Steve Schmidt wrote back, long story short to me, was like, well, you know, do you want to be remembered in your life for the things you didn't do or something? And respectfully, like, that's not really what we were talking about. No, it wasn't. It wasn't about that. But what I was thinking too was, yo, if I am that famous, if I make some big mistake, my obituary is going to have something like that. And that's what what the truth is. Now, look, John McCain... Um, I think we brought this up on an earlier episode of uh, maybe it was our uh, our proto Mueller time podcast where uh-huh. uh, sometime in the last year McCain just completely shut up Kamala Harris in some con- congressional hearing. It was I don't remember what the hearing was, what the subject was, what law or what bill was being discussed, but he just completely just mansplained and shut her down in a very sexist fashion. Right. There you go. So McCain has done some political nonsense that is indefensible, but yeah, it, look, he's he it, he's got a horrible situation with the breed of cancer he's been struck with. Yeah, you don't make comments like Kelly Sadler did. You yeah, just don't. There's no excuse for. No. They they called it a low point. I it it. it I think there were things that happened that were amazingly that were even worse before him. But in terms of the actual presidency, it qualifies as definitely one of the lowest well, of yeah. the low. Yeah. And the fact that they're not apologizing. No. Then they they won't. They don't. They don't. The Trump organization does not apologize. That's just incredible, man. No, that's uh, just that's not ego bullshit. Excuse uh, my language. No, I just I'm 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 floored. Yeah. I'm I'm floored that they will not apologize for that. Mm-hmm. I mean. Supposedly, she called Megan McCain and apologized on the phone, and she was like, "You need to apologize publicly because that's that's the point." Loyalty to Trump is more important than uh, being a patriot, right? 
I was even thinking about where we're going to talk about that because I'm so, it's just, all right, let's play Should I Call the Police? <laughs> Should I Call the Police? The hit game show. Oh, wow. That, that yeah, that we, 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 this yeah. thing. And by the way, I'm waiting for the moment. And let me just put this out there now. When one of you motherfuckers in Hollywood rips this shit off, which I know one of you going to, we are going to sue you. Absolutely. Now, I've been ripped off before. That's part of being a, when you're a comedy writer, it's part of the game. Everyone, whatever, every musicians, it happens too. Mm -hmm. You know, remember that Robin Thicke? He had to admit he he fucking just stole that All right, song. That's, it was, I, okay, yeah. For for the for the sake of this podcast, yes, I remember that. It's a more obviously more complicated yeah. than that, but but it happens in in every people strong arm you in Hollywood. The bigger they are, they're just like we're going to take your stuff. Anyway, the the first one of you that gets mm -hmm. should I call the police? Just hire us. <laughs> there you go. Don't steal it. Just or if you do steal it, then hire us afterwards. Don't be that guy. Yeah, we're we're a little bit farther along. We're not going to take that. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to Should I Call the Police, Chris? How you doing? I'm good. Where Where are you from? I am from still from behind the orange curtain. Nice. That, yeah. That's Orange County. That is Orange County. Yes. From there. That's the important word. Now, Should I Call the Police is the hit game show where you get to decide whether the police should be called. Okay. You ready to play? I am ready to play. Okay. You're at Yale University. Mm -hmm. You see a student sleeping in the common room. Should you call the police? Ooh. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's a homeless person that has a gun it, or very, a bomb. Get them out of there. It, see something, say something. Yes, call the police. It's very serious. I mean, they could be sleeping, but they could be a human bomb and their hairs when they wake up that could detonate the bomb, right? Yeah. And all those books are going to, you know, burn it instantly. Right. Yeah. You to call the police. Call, call, call the police. Call the police. Why would anyone fall asleep in a university library okay. during finals week? Exactly. Okay. Was it finals week? I'm making that part up. Question two. Okay. Question two. You're at Waffle House again. <laughs> Not, 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 not the first incident. Yeah, this is the new one. Okay, wait, game show, sorry. You're at Waffle House. You see a couple who clearly appears to be going to their senior prom. Do you call the police? Are they brother and sister? Let's say you're not sure. <laughs> Those ones were brother and sister. <laughs> please, no side talk. Don't break the fourth wall. Should you call the police? Okay, it's a Waffle House. Their brother and sister, what state? I'm not sure, but they are going to prom. Well, the state's important. If it's Alabama, don't call the police. <laughs> Question. Let's go. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, Chris got a little distracted there. Okay. Qu no, I'm sorry. I was trying to have fun. No. The, the, no. Uh, all right. I'm going to break the fourth wall here. Go ahead, sir. All right. Well, the, the couple I, I just thought was the oddest thing in that story was that prom couple was brother and sister. I didn't, uh, I'm so disgusted. I only read the first line now when I see these stories. But, but no deal at all was made over a brother and sister going to prom together. It was that now they well, were at Waffle House and what, what actually prompted the police to get called on this couple? Well, wasn't that like, uh, not to break the wall myself, but wasn't it maybe shit, man? I don't know. It's been a long time since I went to the prom. <laughs> I don't know. You wait. You don't care right, if you brought your sister or not? <laughs> I, I don't have a sister. All right, let's move on. Quite, now, here's the big one. Okay. This is the big one. Okay. This is for the, the daily triple. Okay. For all the... Okay, here we go. You're up in Oakland, California. Mm. You see 
a group of people barbecuing? Do you call the police? Barbecuing in a park, public park. Are they in the designated barbecue grilling area? Great question. Let's say, hypothetically, let's say you're not sure. Are they using a grill that's built into the park or did they bring their own? The answer is yes. Okay. The, the, wait. <laughs> I'm just going to end the show right here. So no, there's that, more to this. No, no. Hold on. That was, that was the best one though. Because that woman has gone viral. Oh, yeah. The woman who called the police on the, the group of, of black people barbecuing. She looks kind of like she wanted to be on a SWAT team at some point. Well, but that's a side note. They made her crack. Did you watch the right. whole 30-minute YouTube clip of that? Uh, a, it's almost 30 minutes. I, I, I don't have time for all that. I'm oh. sure you don't either. I didn't watch the whole thing. I skipped through it. But anyway, that's... Black uh, people grilling. Call the police. I, I, I thought that was going to be a one-time bid. Now it's clear, though, we're going to be doing that probably every show. As long as we do this. Hey, I, uh, I made a, a flyer for it on the Muller Time Facebook page, which uh, you should all like. Yeah. Like us on Facebook. Yeah. And uh, Twitter, Instagram. Please go ahead and follow us. Uh, my name is Eric LeVay, which is spelled E-R-I-C-L-E-V-A-I. And I'm Mr. Chris Carey on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Find me there, at Mr. Chris Carey. By the way, uh, speaking of uh, Waffle House, did you see that uh, supposedly Trump finally spoke with James Shaw Jr.? Um, which oh he's the, the uh, hero yeah the, yeah that didn't the, the good guy without a gun yeah yeah pretty much the if you look that up in the dictionary his picture should be there yeah. <laughs> the guy who took on a guy with an AR-15 with just his hands yeah and defeated him what so Trump contacted him what did he do well this is great he supposedly he finally called him three weeks later or four weeks later however long it's been and then someone pointed out very smartly I thought why isn't he invited to the White House yeah. Yeah. Right. Of course, we know the answer why. <laughs> well, he invited him to the White House. Someone's going to call the police. Yeah. And I was thinking about this. Who, who else has been invited to the White House? Ted Nugent. Yeah, Ted Nugent's been to the White House. All kinds of low travelers have, have walked through this White House. But this guy who is pretty much a national hero. No. Okay. Which came first? Did Trump reach out to James Shaw? Or did Trump tweet about making the China phone company great again? Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, <laughs> Which yeah, came first? Yeah, I think we just have to kind of go into that because uh, that was... Yeah, Saturday morning tweet. Or was it Sunday morning? Right, so we, we thought we were going to make America great again, but actually what that meant was we're going to make China great again. I mean, this tweet literally says he's doing a deal with China about bringing jobs back to a phone manufacturer yeah. in China. This is what's... We, every, what right. the hell? Everyone knows what's going down. Really? But I, What the hell? I'm just going to sum up what's going down. It's obvious. Trump has business in China mm-hmm. and they worked out some deal in some shady back room where he's going to promote this telecom company so he can get his, his shit built. That's... I mean, we, know, we all know what it is. Mm-hmm. We know what's going on. Now, this company that has been making phones, aren't they accused of spying on the American public with these phones? They, they've, they're not allowed to... That's, that was one of the reasons why there was a, a ban on them or mm-hmm. a embargo or whatever word you want to use. Yeah, yeah there's, there's security concerns. As with, as with every, everything made in China, that if it comes here in mass quantities, it could be used... Yeah. Just the sheer audacity of Trump um, just blatantly tweeting about how helping China uh, create jobs in China for China. Right. What, I mean, when was that on the, the 2016 campaign trail? 
bringing um, jobs back. Come on. Let I me mean, think. It was. I, I'm just shocked that no, the, his followers aren't revolting over that. Why not? Well, Why are they not revolting over that? Well, probably because they have brain damage. Uh, it's not China first. It's, it's supposed to be America first. Oh, look, they're in a cult. I mean, that's why I'm... Yeah. I'm telling you, this that's, guy could walk out on the front lawn of the White House <laughs> and kill a baby. And they'd be like, well, I guess so. Yeah, they I mean, deserved it. That's, that's, what we're, that's what we're dealing with here. This guy's literally like, I'm going to get more people hired in China. Our biggest rival uh, economically. It was amazing. Yeah. Make China great again. Yeah. I'd love to know what, what went down there. I, I, why is he getting a free pass? That's what I don't understand. Why are all the Trump bots giving him a free pass for the, the let's get jobs created in China first tweet <laughs> hey, from the weekend? When you're in a cult, you're all in. You're all in or you're all out. That's It's like it is. People are like, no, it's not a cult. Of course it's a cult. Yeah. I mean, re- totally is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just wild. Look at their reactions. When they get, you know, when he's mocked or something, they they have the same reactions as fucking Scientologists when L. Ron Hubbard gets mocked. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same thing. Oh shoot, we're at twenty-seven minutes. Oh okay, then we better. Talk I thought we had more time. I Where thought I felt like we've been going long. Okay. Oops. I, I was looking at. It. I haven't been looking at a clock. Okay. Um, where do we pick up then? Um, hmm. I got blocked by the my pillow guy. <laughs> How does that happen? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Were you trolling the my pillow guy on I Twitter? I did. I, I did. Why? Well, I looked into why Laura Ingram. Went oh, to, that's right. He's been supporting Laura Ingram. I forgot yeah. about that. I looked into the. I looked into the advertisers that she lost, and then I saw that one that she had in was this my pillow guy. Mm. So, I, I see those commercials all the time. That guy is creepy. Um, he he probably lures small children into a basement. I mean, I don't know that for a fact, but I okay, that I vibe agree. is. No, no, I mean, that. so I just tweeted him. I said, hey, Mike. No, actually, I went to his page first, and the first thing I see is his wallpaper. It's a giant, he's a giant cross. Oh, of course. And I'm like, you know, whatever. That's that's what, but of course, being a, yes, he's part of the evangelical group that hates Trump, that loves Trump, excuse and me. And he wants you to know that. He's obviously very important. So, uh, yeah, I tweeted him. I said, hey, Mike, um, Fuck your, fuck your pillow, and fuck your white supremacist president. I don't know. It was just it was late at wow, night. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna get you blocked. <laughs> Instant, insta blocked. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just it pissed me off. Yeah, uh, it's all right. Well, okay. Um, so he's not afraid to push his religion um with his commercial brand on Twitter. Did you go to his personal page or are you on the My Pillow page? No, I went to his personal page. Oh, okay. Okay, but then he that's him in every single it's not like it's just a My Pillow commercial. He, he wants you to see his ugly face. Yeah. It's, I'm not a big fan of the of Christians that push their Christianity on you. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, or shit any religion, right? But, yeah, there's a way Christians do it that's just unique to them and it's just bad. Laura Ingram literally mocked a 17-year-old kid for not getting into college. Oh, okay. oh, that's well, yes, she did. I mean, and this guy's behind that. So I'm like, if you're behind that, yeah, I'm going to say fuck mm. your pillow. Yeah. Like literally and fuck you. Did you see in the New Yorker Olivia Nunzi's piece about the relationship between Trump and Hannity, which was posted late Sunday night? 
Oh God, I just <laughs> I did I did hear about it. Oh yeah, if you okay, that we're bringing this up late in the show. Uh, look up Olivia Nunzi's piece on Trump and Hannity from the the New Yorker. It's awesome. It's a little uh, the, the little tabloidish leaning. She drops a tidbit about how reportedly uh, Trump and Melania have separate bedrooms, hmm. and that he and Hannity have like phone calls. They're the last person to talk to each other late at night. They're BFFs. Right. It's, it's so like, cute. And everyone was making the same joke on TV about like, you know, high school girls. Cause I mean, it was, yeah. It, you, yeah. They're aging mean girls and they're old men. Yeah. And that's imagine, first of all, imagine you're already insane. And then the last thing you hear every night is Sean Hannity. But, uh, you know, this show being Mueller time, it's true that the Mueller investigation has been quiet for actually only the last six days. But it feels like mm. longer. Well, that's because Michael Avenatti gets to make all the noise. Mueller doesn't need to make noise. Yeah. yeah. So something's going to go down soon. And uh, rest assured, when it does, we'll be here. Yeah. A li- just a little late. But <laughs> hey, what are you going to do? Yeah. All right, guys. So as always, this is uh, Eric and Chris at Mueller time. And we'll catch you next week. Thanks for tuning in.